Real changes require real solutions. At Back to Life Radio, powered by BZ Transfer Systems, we know that life happens. And when it's time to get back to life, we're here for you. Now, here are your hosts, Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier. Hello and welcome. My name is Paul Frazier, and I'm here with my co-host, Linda Pavick. How are you doing, Linda? I'm doing great, Paul. Thank you. Great. And you are listening to Back to Life Radio. Today is going to be a great show. It's going to be a unique show. Um, we're talking to a two guests that are here from a foundation called the Hendrickson Foundation. And there it's a really unique foundation. It was based on hockey. It surrounds the sound with hockey. But before I introduce my guests, let me introduce my uh My sponsors here, they are Easy Trans Systems, the makers of the one and only premium transfer system, the Beasy Board. Go to beasyboards.com and you can check out all of the products and accessories. Beasyboards.com and by Copper Touch. Coppertouch.com. Check out what the scientists are saying about this unique product and how copper can clean your hands in 60 seconds. Coppertouch.com, power copper in your hands and be germ-free in 60 seconds. All right, so I want to introduce to our guest today. His name is Danny Hendrickson. He and his other guest is called Tony Blake. Danny Hendrickson, Hendrickson Foundation is a foundation that is based around hockey and in how it's changing people's lives through the game of hockey. Danny, I want to talk to you first. Um, can you tell me how the Hendrickson Foundation came about? How did your dad come up with this vision of the Hendrickson Foundation? Uh, it was started uh, over 10 years ago. My dad is the uh, well-known hockey luminary here in Minnesota. Uh, I'll try to make this quick, but uh, back in the 70s, he uh, he was hit from behind a hockey game. He broke his neck, was given last rights. Uh, he ended up being in a body cast for nine months. And uh, once they took the, the halo off his head, the body cast off his body, uh, they didn't think he was going to survive. But uh, as he sat there for nine months, uh, he thought about, well, you know, what he was going to do. And it wasn't, it wasn't going to be limited uh, through the grace of God. He had a full recovery, went on to, you know, get into powerlifting and lifting weights and helping, you know, young adults and kids uh, through sports and just using your body, uh, you know, to its max ability. And, uh, you know, after a, a storied uh, career in hockey, uh, at the, you know, the end of his life, uh, he started the Hendrickson Foundation, uh, which supports uh, hockey players with disabilities. Uh, look at his recreational therapy. So he started that in his, uh, in his later days, and uh, it's grown significantly since, and we can get into the wonderful programs that we support as well. Correct. Excellent. <laughs> so, when did your when did the foundation start? Uh, it started in 2011, and uh, there's five uh, wonderful uh, programs uh, that we support. It's uh, it's Minnesota Wild sled hockey, which Tony. Uh, the coach of the Minnesota Wild Sled Hockey can tell you a lot more about, but we also support Minnesota Wild Special Hockey, 
Uh, newer is Minnesota Wild Blind Hockey. New this year will be the first ever Minnesota Wild Deaf and Hard of Hearing team. And then uh, we support our military veterans with the Minnesota Warriors. Wow, that's really, really exciting. So, Tony, let me ask you this. Tell, can you tell our listeners, what is sled hockey? I would love to. Sled hockey is a form of hockey that is uh, geared towards uh, people with typically physical disabilities. Very common for our players to have maybe spina bifida. Uh, my son has a spinal cord injury. Um, maybe amputees, single or double amputees will have um, some uh, veteran, you know, car accidents, sometimes veterans that can't uh, skate standing up. Uh, a lot of them will come to sled hockey. Um, so a player sits in a kind of a, a sled or a bucket that has the, the skate blade or two skate blades underneath. In each hand, they have a stick that's just a couple, a hockey stick that's a, only a couple feet long, and on the butt end of it is the ice pick. So they're, uh, if they have legs, they're straight ahead uh, off the ice. Uh, there's a little uh, skag or prop that keeps them off the ice, and they'll propel themselves around the ice using the, the pick end of the stick in each hand. Uh, they'll lean forward, and it's almost like a downhill skating, skiing motion, though. They'll skate around the ice. They're on the same sheet of ice, same size sheet of ice that able-bodied hockey players. And, and they, this, the, the game, the rules of the game are, are just the same. Um, so uh, we have programs for novice youth all the way up to very competitive players, uh, youth and adult players. And um, so it, it's incredible, really. It's, it's a fast-paced game. And uh, I like to always say, Anyone that's played hockey, you know, you'll do a, uh, you know, you can ask Danny, you'll be out there on a shift for a minute and your legs are burning. These guys uh, are doing the same thing with their arms. Your legs are the biggest muscle in your body. These guys and gals are doing the same things with their arms. So, um, so that's sled hockey. Uh, uh, novice all the way up to Paralympic teams. It, it's an incredible form of hockey. Yeah, I was, I was watching it. Um, I think it was an Olympic match i think and it's the first time i've ever seen it being played and they let me tell you those people those athletes they are really athletes i mean it's just it was remarkable watching how they how they pass how they and everything's the same as if you were in a regular game of hockey every the rules are saying everything's the same it's just it was astonishing watching that it was really uplifting watching it i should say there's no drop. I grew up playing hockey, and I'm uh -huh. as competitive as, as anyone. And a good sled hockey game is uh, there, there's no drop-off. It's great skill, great competition. It's, it's incredible. So the only thing I'd add, Tony, is it might, there might be more contact in sled hockey than regular hockey. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of banging with the sleds and uh, uh, watching, especially, you know, higher-end competitive players. It's uh, – it's fun to see the, uh, the fire that everybody has to play this wonderful game. So how fast can players get up to when they're, when they're doing the sled hockey? Uh, they, the real, one of the players on our team is, uh, has played on a national team for many years, Chris Douglas, and um, they, they move around the ice very fast. Um, you know, I, 
can't say they're they're going around as fast as an NHL player, but um, uh, well, at one of our camps, we we timed them around. They get around the rink in uh, Chris can get around the rink in 18 seconds. How does that compare? Would you say to stand up dance? It's it's, it's fast. Uh, you know, probably not as fast as not quite as fast as stand up, but very fast game. Hmm. I'd agree. Yeah, I mean it's at the high level, it's close and. And the uh, and the movement, how how quick they can turn is is the same. Yeah, no, I was watching it on TV. It's really amazing how those, you know, it's almost it was more entertaining to watch than it was a regular hockey game because you see the disability that they, you know that these people are going through, and it's just it's amazing what they can do, and it's I think it's I'm gonna. I mean, I don't know when they were ever going to be on again. I mean, is it on all year round sledge? I mean, in the wintertime, is it sled hockey? Is there like a pro team? Well, um, so we have, so there's a Paralympic team. There's a, a national or Paralympic team, and then they have a development team underneath them. That's at the mm-hmm. national level. Um, and, um, and then outside of that, there's club hockey. There's, there's clubs that are actually quite closely affiliated with their local NHL teams. There's a strong affiliation. The season typically lasts from October through April. And then, of course, in June is the big Hendrickson Foundation tournament up here in, uh, in the Twin Cities. And um, so, like myself, um, I'm with the Minnesota Wild Sled Hockey Club. And um, our teams, our, our youth teams and our adult teams are – participating in um, tournaments about once a month and uh, but unlike maybe able-bodied um, programs we, we do need to travel we're, we're traveling in our five state area and then often even beyond uh, the national USA hockey uh, hosts the uh, there's an end of the year national tournament in April last year it was in Pittsburgh next year it'll be in st. Louis and then every year the Hendrickson Foundation Tournament is in Minnesota in June. So we're, we're traveling around um, quite a bit. Right. So, uh, so, so tournaments once a month, there's some leagues out there, and uh-huh. those club teams that are typically strongly affiliated with the NHL uh, team in the area is kind of the structure of sled hockey. I'd say 80, probably um, 80 programs throughout the country, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. So if you, if our listeners are following along with this podcast, go to HendricksonFoundation.com and you can check out everything that they, what the foundation is all about. It's, it's a really unique foundation and it's all through the game of hockey, how it inspires people to get to change their lives through the game of hockey. And, you know, you come to Minnesota's know the Hendrickson name because that's synonymous with hockey. And did your dad ever play pro hockey? Dan? He did not. He uh, uh, not to get to overwhelm me with his injuries, but he he was at the University of Minnesota uh, playing hockey and football, and he had a uh, career-ending knee injury. Uh, that uh, I think part of that was probably good for for everybody else that he's touched because uh, after he had to give up his dreams, he he made it a point to uh, tr- try to help others, you know, fulfill theirs. Well, I tell you, your dad has a heck of a focus for this Hendricks Foundation. I mean, I read a lot about him on your website and stuff, and he he had a vision, and boy, is it going to go strong. I mean, 
the people that are into this foundation, you got a lot of people that are working in this foundation. And I think it's, it's uplifting to see all those players out there doing what they do that comes so naturally for other athletes. And these people are going, I mean, it's amazing what these, what these people can do. It's, it's really entertaining to watch, you know, I mean, it is really entertaining yeah. to watch. And I'd add too. Uh, obviously the players, uh, you know, Tony would be a great example or the, the Langs would be a great example, but it's not just the players that get it. It's the, uh, it's the parents, it's the camaraderie. It's, yeah. it's my dad used to say people that uh, live with curveballs, but it was, it's, it's the families, you know, meeting other families that deal with, you know, similar issues and coming together through the great game of hockey, you know, forming new friendships, players forming friendships, but parents forming friendships and, you know, everywhere in between. So it's really a family oriented game in general. Hockey is, you can't do it alone. You need each other. But I feel like, you know, with the disciplines that we support, it's even more, it's even more, uh, you know, significant and, uh, you know, it, we like to say hockey changes lives and there's a, even a bigger impact. So yeah, tell me more. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment on that, too, if you don't mind. Um, you know, back in, uh, it was 2010, my son had a spinal cord injury in 2009, and we got involved in this very small flood hockey program. We were at Richfield Arena, that's where the Hendrickson's are from. And, um, you know, one day, I mean, Larry is legendary in these parts, and, and, and we were at Richfield, and, and all of a sudden Larry Hendrickson was there. And, and we were moving along with our little program and, um, and, and the support that we've re we've reached, you know, we, we have 50 players last year. So we've grown from, you know, maybe 10 players and without Larry and then Danny carrying, carrying the torch after Larry passed away, um, our, our program wouldn't be anywhere near what it is now. Um, other programs around the country are, are, envious jealous of us of the support we get and it's because they get it larry got it danny gets it um and it is more yes we're on the ice um running high uh, we feel a high quality hockey program but it's um for me it's it's getting these these kids and like danny said the families involved it's a new journey um you know uh my son, this is not the life he expected, but we don't get to choose. He didn't get to choose. And, and as he's, and it's been a journey for him, um, you know, living with a spinal cord injury and, uh, to have programs like these where he learned from older kids and as families too, it's, um, boy, how do we navigate this? How do we move forward? Not feeling sorry. I, I, I can hear Larry saying this, you know, it's, um, you know, it's not doing everything for these kids. It's teaching them independence. It's getting them, you know, providing programs where there's camaraderie, both in the locker room, on the ice, outside of hockey. Um, there's mentoring going on with the players, but also with the family. And that's what, um, you know, I feel that we're trying to pass along as new families start each year, new, you know, maybe injuries or born with, certain, you know, spina bifida, um, and that to me is one of the biggest values and, um, and it's, it's, it's an understatement to say that it's changing lives and, um, and it's really the support of the Hendrickson, you know, we'd probably be, you know, 
to have a program like that that supports hockey programs in our area is incredible. You know, we'd probably be, you know, we'd be moving along with, with a small program, but for me as a program leader to be able to have that support and present that, you know, now to 50 plus players and families, like Danny said, is really satisfying and, uh, and, uh, it, it's, it's been an incredible journey with, with that support. So, yeah. Wow. That is great. So I was wondering, so your Hendricks Foundation also supports other divisions of adaptive uh, warrior military hockey programs. Can you tell me a little bit about those? Sure. You've got the, uh, the Minnesota Warriors. So these are military veterans uh, that served our country. I think it's like a third of them. There's 300 in Minnesota, 300, around 300 players in multiple cities across the state, and they're growing. Um, I think about a third or a quarter of them uh, have Purple Hearts. So these are people that have had, you know, major major bodily uh, injuries. But on top of that, most a lot of a lot of people that come back after serving our country, fighting for our freedom, you know, they saw things that I've never seen. And uh, a lot of them live with PTS. Uh, they don't suffer from PTSD. They live with PTS. And part of living with that is this recreational therapy, being around other like-minded people. And so you've got the Minnesota Warriors, a bunch of heroes. We love them. And then special hockey is also uh, one of my favorites, too. Uh, special, they're so inclusive. They, they include everybody. Um, but this is generally people with cognitive issues. So could be Down syndrome, could be, you know, severe autism. It could be whatever condition they have. Uh, special hockey is so is so welcoming to everybody and they find you know a way to, you know for people that you know are newer to the game versus people that have been playing it longer but they include everybody just a wonderful organization blind hockey if you can believe it is a sport and uh, it still baffles me but in blind hockey the goalies are usually and this is a quote that they've used uh, are usually lights out the goalies are lights out the defensemen uh, can see better than the goalie generally and then the forwards are legally blind um but they obviously have an impairment uh that uh, gets them involved in blind hockey so uh just another wonderful program and then uh the other one which i, I mentioned early was uh you know uh deaf and hard of hearing so this will be uh the, the first team uh uh ever uh put together here in minnesota and we're Assuming, and this is how it's happened, Minnesota has led the way. Uh, HF's humble, humbly uh, proud to be a part of the growth of you know all of these sectors. But uh, like sled hockey and, and these different programs, uh, uh, you know the programs run independently. We uh, definitely help them fund their cause, and we're involved. Uh, but the, the rest of the country looks to Minnesota, and, and what are they doing? And and they they're in. All these programs are going uh, nationwide, and uh, we do have an impact on that as well. Or HF, uh, I should say, does uh, you know help nationwide uh, with their festival and also some funding. But uh, uh, yeah, it's five unique programs that uh, yeah all run independently and all kind of serve the same purpose. It's, you know, uplifting spirits, and of course, you want to get a workout, a little sweat. You always feel better when you get some endorphins. But it's uh, and, and hockey's the greatest game in the world, so uh, we're happy to be a part of all of it so you must see a lot of change in the players when they're playing i mean from when they start to actually playing it and you must see a just uplifting change in the players 
For sure. You can look at all the disciplines. Uh, Tony here with sled hockey is just a road warrior. He's the guy that's on the ice. I'm, uh, I'm raising money and we have a big festival that I, I'm proud to be a part of in June, as we've mentioned, but uh, you know, Tony's, Tony's there, you know, every day, he's the reason people in sled hockey get better, are competitive, have fun, learn from the other guys, the mentorship. So it's, it's really neat to, to watch people grow as hockey players, but more importantly, hockey changes lives. It grows through, you know, who you are as a person. I mean, I think Tony would say your sled players probably improve, you know, their grades, you know, like mm-hmm. they, you know, they're in college, they're living normal lives. I hate to use that word, but they're, they're doing things maybe better for sure, better than, uh, they may have been because a lot of people, once you have an injury, you're living with PTS. A lot of times you, 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 you take comfort in, you know, getting in your basement and playing video games by yourself, which is probably the last thing you'd want to do. And so to be around other people, get a workout, lift your spirit, you smile, you might complain, or somebody might have an ear to listen to. So it's uh, it's the programs are all similar in that. In, in that degree where it's just being around other great people and, uh, you know, doing more than you thought you even could. Yeah. So they come out of their shell and they meet, absolutely. Uh, they meet people on the team that they can hang out with and stuff. Yeah. I think it's a great, I mean, it's all around. It does wonders. I for couldn't this. agree more. I, I yeah. just could not agree more. I mean, these young people could choose to sit on the couch and have someone do something for them the rest of their life and they could get away with it. And that, that's no life. Um, I, th- this last couple of years have been so rewarding. I'm about 10 years in 10, 11 years into it. So some mm-hmm. of these, these young kids that started, um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to, they're starting college this year. Um, you know, uh, you know, we got a guy on this uh, wheelchair track team that started in Arizona. I mean, he came to me at eight years old. Uh, we got a we got a young man that's uh, air traffic controller up in North Dakota. Uh, my son's getting a degree in uh, live sound audio engineering, and and um, and and the list goes on and on. And um, incredibly satisfying um, that yeah, hockey was a vehicle, and and um, and uh, but you know, just so satisfying that we're seeing our young athletes, you know, excited to go out into the world, and not, there's nothing holding them back. So uh, it's a big, big, big deal. That is unbelievable. That's it just shows you the strength of sports. You know, with people that are Absolutely. doesn't matter what kind of person you are. You know, it just it's a communication that sports just brings the best out in everybody and it brings everybody together. This, the word sports and it's a team effort and that's what they're doing out there. It's just a team and it's fantastic. Your foundation, Danny, I read a lot about it on the website stuff. It's just, it's astronomical what you guys do. And it's a unique foundation. There's not many foundations out there that are like yours. Um, And it's your dad really had a vision and he, he came through and he flying colors and he was, he was a visionary boy. I tell you, Mr. For sure. I would just add too, and I know you brought up your sponsors and we're not going to go through the, the, the wonderful long list of our wonderful sponsors, but you can't do it alone. There's no question. That's the talkie, but we've got a, a number of sponsors. We're 
extremely responsible with our dollars, a very high percentage of giving. We try to keep our expenses at a minimum so the, the money goes back to the programs. But then on top of that, we've got uh, at our hockey festival, which we hosted 1,200 athletes this year, 68 teams from Alaska to Florida, this giant festival involving all these disciplines. And we'll have over 100 volunteers there. So uh, I, I will give credit to other people at HF, but it's also the volunteers and the sponsors that make it possible. So, Danny, how has hockey been a part of your life personally? I mean, it, it must be just your dad was it you've been your whole life i suppose yeah i was the failure in the family i i uh i played uh college hockey for the minnesota gophers and played uh professionally the league below the nhl but my my older brother darby uh i got a name drop him he he played collegiately for the u of m as well and then uh made the olympics in 94 went to lilyhammer and then he played 10 years in the nhl including uh multiple years with the minnesota wild and now he's been uh, an assistant coach for the Wild for 15 years. Uh, I my day job is actually real estate, but it's hockey has been a part of my family since you know I think uh, my mom introduced me to this world. So it's it's just a, a great game. And then you look at you go back to the other parts like what has hockey done for me? Well, I got a free education or this that and the other. I got a couple of medals uh, along the way. But you look at all your friends and. Tony Lang's one of them right here. You look at, your, you know, my best man or my people in my wedding party, and they're all hockey buddies. So it's, it's you know, it's it's not everything, but it sure has made a huge impact on, on my life. And I know that I'm, you know, swimmer to, to most hockey players. It just becomes, you know. Well, I know that um, my co-host here follows, follows your, he, she knows all about your brother. Because <laughs> you know? she's a big, big, huge huge college sports fan and i tell you what this woman knows every statistics you know i mean she, she's a woman but she knows a lot about sports she, you know i mean she's incredible so but yeah she follows your brother she knows all about your brother <laughs> Ain't that right? that's a true statement <laughs> well i'm a what he's trying to say is i'm one of those sappy gopher fans so i live and die with the golden gophers Every single year, football, hockey, baseball, basketball, you name it. Um, I guess my two biggest loves are the Gopher hockey team and the Gopher football team. And I've had uh, joy from the hockey team. Not always, but I have had joy. <laughs> and not a lot of joy from the Gopher football team. But that is all changing. <laughs> so she knows all so how did you come to uh how did you come to get involved with your uh dad's foundation well my father started in 2011 and it was uh it was a family endeavor where he you know he asked my sisters and asked my brother and you know a lot of our dear friends to get involved from the start so it started very grassroots like a lot of foundations we threw a a golf tournament we raised you know 20 grand and turned around and gave that back and tried to provide ice time to the programs. And since then, you know, it's grown significantly, but it was just grassroots and it still is. I mean, when Tony, you know, when a new player wants to come in, it's grassroots, it's reaching out to the parents, but it just keeps growing. Uh, it's grassroots. It's, but it's also working with, you know, wonderful partners like the Minnesota wild who can, 
you know, shine a light on that, that hockey is for everyone. Hockey is available to everyone. So it's grassroots from the start and it's still going that way. Great. That's fantastic. The Hendrickson Foundation tagline is hockey changes life. Has that done it for you? Has it changed my life? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, well, it's it's definitely uh, changed my life, uh, but it's also being part of HF and watching it change other people's lives. And my, my dad used to say, you know, when you give, you get. And to be a part of HF and, you know, continue his legacy uh with our board and everybody else involved it's uh it's it's a game changer i mean you, i think people that play in these disciplines focus on more on what they have than uh, a lot of people that uh things come easy but it's uh there's an appreciation uh that you get being around uh hockey in these disciplines and uh that's just another way that hockey changes lives yep again that's hendrickson foundation dot com if you guys if the listeners are out there listening is there a phone number that people could reach you yeah my personal 612-308-7575 if there's somebody if you know somebody that uh doesn't think they they're able to play in one of these disciplines truth is that's not correct uh everybody can play this wonderful game and uh if, if you called me or emailed me at danny at hendricksonfoundation.com I'll make sure you get uh, connected to the to the right group leaders, and uh, uh, they'll be there with open arms. And that also would include getting involved in helping with the Hendrickson Foundation through donations and other things? Absolutely. The website's got, obviously, a donation option. And on top of that, there's also a volunteer uh, button you can click on, and there's just a, a real easy screening process, you know, that that we go through. So we can control who volunteers and make sure we have the right people there. But uh, to, to donate or to volunteer, just go to the website, HendricksonFoundation.com. So, gentlemen, as you know, um, our company is BZ Trans Systems, and we manufacture a patient transfer board that slides from surface to surface. So um, it, it gives the ease of transfer without lifting and tugging and pulling. And you can actually go from, say, bed to wheelchair, uh, bed to commode, et cetera. And a lot of people that have upper body strength are able to transfer themselves without a caregiver, without any help after they have trained and had some safety practice. Um, and we get a lot of calls on that, how that's been life-changing through and giving them their independence. So obviously, when Paul... Uh, made contact with you, there was a, a tremendous affection for having you on our podcast and this marriage of sorts because the interest is with uh, mobility disabilities, obviously. That has been yeah. our passion here and the reason that we um, uh, manufacture the type of product that we do. Uh, we've been in busy business 30 plus years and are very proud of what we've been able to do for people with lower mobility issues. So I think that we can have a really good partnership through this in understanding what goes on with, you know, most people, we all take for granted that we have two legs and we get up in the morning, we do what we do, we get into our car, we go to work, whatever the case may be. 
but a lot of people don't have that option. And so I think that you see that every day. And I know that we talk to people with that situation every day. So can you speak a little bit about that? Because I think, you know, I am a huge sports person. So I get the sports part, the love of hockey. I'm all there with you. But I really would like to end the podcast by focusing a little bit with the actual um, physical impairment, what this does mentally to people and your foundation and the game of sled hockey helps tremendously with taking away a lot of that, uh, shall we say, mental anguish. Well, I'd let Tony go. He, he probably understands this world. Or I can even just start yeah. by saying I think it's there's there's there there is a similarity. You know, there's obviously different levels of mobility with everybody. But when you're talking about when 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 you're for transferring stuff, being able to use a, a wonderful product like BZ and being able to do things and not have to ask, you know, for help or as much help as you need. I mean, that's a life changer. That's 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 mental health. That's you know. Uh, being you know able to do more than you thought you could going back to the the hockey reference but it's it's a it's i i've been on your website as well obviously it's uh it's uh obviously a great product that uh people love so i I think there's a lot of similarities you know and when you look at people and just giving them independence so uh, well have you seen the the game of sled hockey from a mental just not necessarily even the physical, but the mental aspect of feeling like you're whole again. Yeah. That independence. You mind, I, yeah. Um, yeah, Danny, you hit it right on the head. And and you guys are right on. I, I watched my son, um, like I said, he sustained a spinal cord injury when he was seven. And I've watched our young athletes since I got involved shortly after in this program. Um, you know, as we sit around the bonfire or whatever and we talk about what's important to our program, uh, of course we all love hockey up here in Minnesota and it's a great vehicle, but the greatest thing or the most important thing we can do for these these um, these people or these, these kids really is, is teach independence and model independence. And, you know, I watch my son, um, whether it be going to work or getting up in the morning and when you lose that independence, this is my opinion, it, it's a crusher. Um, if you can adopt that or have that independence, um, um, both uh, physically and mentally, it, from my viewpoint, it's a game changer. It's, 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 I, I can't overstate how important it's been in my son's life. Um, it's life-changing. Um, so whether it be physically getting around in the morning with a slide board or into a car um, and having those tools to gain that independence, it, it really, to me, is everything. It, to the point, when we run our program, um, how can we set the culture? How can we mentor? How can we model independence when, when, a, when a young athlete starts maybe at seven, eight years old and then they graduate from high school? Um, you know, how can we teach those values? Because it's what they, 
you know, it's what they, to me, it's what they really, really need as they go out into the world. And um, it's our number one goal. It's not, it's not winning hockey games. It's, it's giving independence both mentally and physically. If we can help just a little bit, um, that is our number one goal. We have a camp up north in northern Minnesota that the Hendrickson Foundation sponsors completely as the premier sponsor. And that whole week is, is um, m- more teaching and providing, showing, modeling, mentoring, independence. It's our number one goal. We just believe, as you know, many of our, us, our parents of children that have had spinal cord injuries or disabilities, that to me is the most important thing. I, I could not agree more with your statement. Fantastic. Well, gentlemen, it has been a pleasure having you on Back to Life Radio today. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of a better way to um, end it with your, um, I mean, the foundation is, I think it's incredible, but HendricksFoundation.com, if you want, guys want to know more about what they do and everything else. So, Danny and Tony, thanks a million again. I really appreciate it. And gentlemen, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you, Paul, and thank you, Linda. You betcha. Thank you. I want to thank Linda Pavick for being here, and I also want to thank my sponsors, BZ Trans Systems, the makers of the BZ Board. Go to bzboards.com, B-E-A-S-Y boards.com, and you can also go to coppertouch.com. Check what the scientists are saying about this wonderful product, Copper Touch. Put the power of copper in your hands and be germ-free in 60 seconds. I want to thank you listeners out there for listening. My name is Paul Frazier, and you are listening to Back to Life Radio. We'll see you next time. On behalf of your hosts, Linda Pavick and Paul Frazier, and our friends at BZ Trans Systems, thanks for listening. For more information, go to www.bzboards.com. Join us next time on Back to Life Radio.